From the kids who were unaffected by the D.A.R.E. program, this is... Roll, re-roll! Previously on Roll, Reroll. We took a step back through time to learn a little bit more about what makes Enfield the ectoplasm nerd that he is today. Salem, an alcohol superfan, Yvette Hilgert goes missing, forcing our hunters to scour the marina for the missing woman. Things take an even harder turn for the worse when local law enforcement gets involved and Officer Val Robinson poses some tough questions. Find out what happens next, today, on Roll Reroll! You're drifting off to sleep when you hear it. A voice on the wind. A creak on the stairs. A bump in the night. Something's coming. So pull up your sheets. Say a prayer, and place a call to the Rook Agency. So I want to start uh, with that moment where there's a police officer standing in front of you, Roan. But it's not Val, and it's not today. It's uh, a couple months ago. You are seated... Uh, at the desk of a police officer in a police station, and he is standing next to you. He's got two coffees in his hand. He places one in front of you uh, in a cheap styrofoam cup, and then he uh, places one uh, on his desk. All right. Listen, it's late. Let's, uh, Let's keep this quick. Let's pick up where we left off. I just need a little information from you. Uh, I'll like, I'll reach, grab the coffee and, uh, start kind of blowing on it and just kind of nod my head. All right. So, uh, can you spell your name out for me again? I want to make sure I got it right. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, R O A N O K E. Okay. Last name. R O O K. Oh, like the the lady from the TV show. Any relation? Never heard of her. Well. So, uh, middle uh, middle name, any? I shake my head. Age? 23. All right, I'll, well, like, uh, start sipping the coffee. I've got uh I've got your statement uh and I've got his statement. So, um, you know, he wants to press charges. Um, I'm inclined to, uh, I'm, I'm I just like, yeah, make that noise and I'll, I'll start to shake my head. He looks over it. He like looks up from his paperwork and looks back down and he says, uh, look, just based on what we saw when we got there, uh, and based on, you know, the two different statements and. Well, based on this, 
And then he gestures to the table and uh, there's a baggie on the table, a couple baggies. And he says, we've got the rest in evidence. So um, listen, you got to make a call if there's someone who could, uh, who could, you know, come take you out of here tonight, but otherwise we're putting you in a cell. Uh, I stopped drinking my coffee and I'm just looking down. Yeah, I, I got a person. Can I, can I give him a call here? Yeah, use uh, use my phone. I'll give you a minute. And he uh, he st- stands up and he like stretches, <sighs> like you hear his back crack. Uh, and he kind of slinks over to another desk and he's like sitting on it and chit chatting with uh, another officer. And there's a phone uh, on the desk. I'll grab the phone. Beep boop beep boop boop beep boop boop beep. Rings a couple of times, and uh, Gramps picks up the phone. Yeah, this is a Rook uh, Dry Cleaners. How can I help you? I, uh, I kind of don't say anything for a second, and uh, take a deep breath. Hey, Gramps, it's Roan. Roan, long time, long time, how you been? I don't have this number, what number is this? Uh, yeah, no, don't, don't, not, not important. Um, and like my voice kind of trembling and I need some help. Um, can you come down to Santa Cruz? I, I'm not, I'm not much of a beachgoer anymore and it's kind of late. Uh, what do you need? What happened? Everything okay? (laughs) Um, I just need a ride from the Santa Cruz police station. There's a pause and he goes, all right, be there in a couple hours. Then you hear a click. So uh, it is about start, start sipping my coffee again. It's about five hours later, uh, and they have you in uh, an interrogation room, uh, not because they're interrogating you, but because they didn't want to put you in a cell. So they've got you in uh, you know, kind of a, a, a room with the door closed, and you can see there's, there's a guy standing by the door uh, outside of it. Um, and eventually he opens the door and peeks his head in, uh, and he, he says, um, I, think, uh, I think your ride's here. Kind of a younger officer than the the one who booked you. I'll uh, I'll like grab my stuff and start to walk out. You walk into the hallway, and standing there is not Gramps, but Anfield. Hey, Ron. I mean, I don't want to state the obvious, but you're not Gramps. Graham's not much of a driver, especially at night. Um, figured this was kind of urgent, so he asked me to come out. I turned to the to the younger officer, and I'm like, "Have I already been processed, or can I can I actually stay the night?" 
he uh he looks at you he's not really sure if you're joking and he goes <laughs> yeah nice one <laughs> thanks a lot and i'll, I'll turn to tan phil i'm like all right let's let's go like kind of rubbing my eyes the, oh. the officer who booked you gives you some paperwork on the way out uh there's some information on contacting public defenders there's some information on court dates and you know where you're allowed to go and you know information on you know that's kind of general background on what you can and can't do in the coming months uh, and with that he releases you to Enfield's custody I'll uh those docs I'll kind of like grab them like not neatly not gently kind of scrump scrump them or crumple them up that's the word and kind of like put them in my back pocket you see the officer like muttering and walk back into the station. Ben's out front. Um, should get going. Is Gramps at least in the van? No. And remind me how far of a drive uh, back home it is. Five hours shouldn't take us too long i'm sure we can keep each other company i don't know could you just could you just drop me off in the city maybe ron you you just got arrested why don't you just come back home for a bit rest up and we can talk about it let's just get in the van and i'll, I'll start walking outside towards the van I'll uh, get inside the driver's seat and start the van up. And I'll put my feet up on the dash. So, jail? That's that's what you're doing now? Well, I wouldn't really say I'm doing it. And I'll start to... I'll take out a, a pack of cigarettes, start to pull one out. You know, you did, and I'll like start lighting up. You did kind of Break, you know, break me out of jail. So, not really doing jail anymore. I mean, come on, you got to keep up, bro. <laughs> and I'll start like look out the window, like just trying to avoid the subject. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Um, you are okay, yeah. I, I'll just give him a thumbs up while just smoking. Still, I roll down the window. By the way, I'm I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, listen, I know it's been a while and since the last time we've seen each other, since the last time we've talked, um, I, I never in a million th years thought that you'd end up in jail. Um, so I just want to make sure you're okay. Look, I appreciate you coming to pick me up. I appreciate you asking, but I'm fine. Really. This was a dumb misunderstanding. You just trust me. I'm not worried about this at all. It's all good. Great. Then we can move on to the subject of your bail. <clears throat> uh, uh, I'll, I'll like take my feet off the dash. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You paid bail? 
No, 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 no. They told me they were letting me go until my court date. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You would have been put in a cell if not if like someone hadn't come and taken you out and paid bail. Wait, is that what bail is? <laughs> Sorry, this is not no Saul knows what bail. Is. I just want to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this is this in character? <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> I just saw some people giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh. And I'll just keep smoking. Huh. Just never never been arrested before. Hey, you can at least be proud of me for that, right? I guess first time for everything. Hey, that's what I was going to say. Great minds think alike. Anyways, it's fine if you don't have the money to pay us, pay the agency back, but maybe you can work it off and, you know, maybe, you know, be our driver. You can take the van out whenever you want. Um, I, all right. I, I see what you're doing, bro. What? What am I doing? Look, I'll get you the money. I'll get it back to the agency. It's fine, okay? I don't need a handout. I don't need you looking out for me. I've been looking out on my own, for my own, for as long as I can remember. I'm good, dude. Just, look, I'll go home for the night. If that gets you to shut up, I'll start to light another cigarette. Okay. Head home for the night, just tonight. Just for the night. And speaking of night, uh, and I'll like throw the cigarette out. Actually, uh, getting pretty tired. Uh, and I'm like trying to do it. I, it's as fake as possible. So I'm just gonna uh, take off my coat, you know, bunt, ball it up as for like a pillow. And I'll, and I'll uh, talk to you in. Five hours. Jesus. Five hours. And I'll pretend to go to sleep. And with the words just for the night uh, ringing in your ears, we cut to all four of you together months later, sitting in front of a different police officer, uh, Val Robinson. Uh, she uh, has just asked all of you, what the hell is going on here? Uh, and is looking at you all expectantly. You should probably talk to our leader, and I'll look at Enfield. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, all I know is we got a call saying someone was in the marina, uh, in the water, and I came out to investigate, and it turns out a group of people have taken the missing woman's boat out for a joyride. I mean, you gotta admit, that looks suspicious. Who said anything about a joyride? We were trying to find her. All right, fill me in. Let me in on what happened. Something was at the docks. Um, It had grabbed me, I say, and I'll show her my leg. Just a quick, like, like, obviously I'm injured. Um, We were on the docks with a woman. Um, Her name was Yvette. I believe. Is that correct, guys? Yeah. After I got out of the water. So 
The thing grabbed me. I got pulled out of the water. We look around and Yvette's missing. We find her clothing in the water. So we contacted the authorities. Which one of you placed the call? That was one of you? I kind of raised my hand like kind of shyly. Okay, see, that's that's a good fact. That's helpful. Uh, and you see her like write something down in her notebook. All right, so we're getting somewhere. You you see, you said her clothing in the water. What exactly did you see? It was a shawl. Okay, so her shawl's floating in the water, and you think maybe she's fallen overboard. She was wearing it. You guys decide the next move is to take her boat that far out. Amity is looking at Enfield. Like, we we think maybe a shark or something had grabbed her and swam away. And I want to just emphasize the or something of the shark or something, uh, because again, and I'll, I'll point to his leg. She's, uh, she's nodding and she's like kind of writing stuff down in her notebook. Amity, you see September behind her shoulder kind of like peeking at what she's <laughs> writing and uh september's like shooting you looks like she goes she's like shaking her head a little bit and doing the, <laughs> the hand across the throat <laughs> gesture oh, uh, and he is uh, like grabbing his eyebrows like oh, crap and at that moment uh caleb uh, kaczynski walks back in what's the story val what's What's going on? Tell you what happened? Yeah, um, well, they're telling me something. Uh, Caleb, you back this up? You back back up what they're telling, telling me? Uh, and Caleb kind of gives the same version of events as far as, you know, from when he arrived on, on the scene. Uh, and she nods and she writes that down. Okay, all right, corroboration. I like that. Uh, and she's like, uh, continues to take notes. And then her shoulder radio crackles uh, and you catch just kind of brief and then the voice of another officer coming through uh saying body boardwalk and she says i'll be right back and she walks out of the room it is the four of you and caleb I don't know. You guys, I don't know what kind of a mess you guys dragged me into here. What what kind of mess that uh, we got you into? What kind of mess you got us into? Like, aren't you supposed to protect us? Isn't that your job? My job is to rent berths to people who, who want to book a spot for their boat. I, I, I thought, I was like, yeah, this is totally his job to protect the, the wharf. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, or the, the marina, rather. Says, all right. He 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 kind of steps out and of the room and he's talking to Val uh, and she's like putting up a finger as if to say like one minute and then he he walks back to his desk area. Uh, so it is the four of you now in the room alone. All right, we gotta go. We any chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the boardwalk. I say kind of nervously, not just leave here completely. Yeah, that's what I meant, too. If we leave now, 
the law is going to get in trouble with us. <laughs> you don't want to get the law in trouble with they us? They don't want to get in trouble well, with us. <laughs> I mean, we'll meet them at the boardwalk. There, There isn't time. That's going to put us in a tough position. That's fine if we stop someone else from being taken by this thing. Can... Amity, I want to, are they in another room? Can I see where they are? I want to kind of already start planning an escape route. You can, can see there's like a, um, one of those, like, you know, in like a classroom, there's that rectangular window on the door that you can like see what's going on outside. You see Val right outside the door on her, on her radio. Uh, and as you're looking at what she's doing, she finishes her conversation, opens the door and says, uh, listen, if, you guys could just tell me where you're staying uh, and, you know, some contact information, um, names, et cetera, you know, so that we can get in touch with you. Uh, I've got a jet. Here's my card with all my information. And if you see on the back, there's my Instagram. You know, I have five million followers. She grabs it and she pulls out a pen. Uh, <laughs> your names? My name is Salem Rook. Yeah, I got your name. It's on the card. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she points to uh, the, the three. Yeah. Roanoke. Can I? I was just she wondering how Roanoke far is the boardwalk from here? Did, weren't we walking on it? That's where we had lunch. It's yeah. That's where that we're we're staying near the boardwalk. It's about twenty minutes up. It's near where Daniel Donuts is. Uh, Enfield Rook, and we're actually heading that way. Do you um, mind if we catch a ride? Need a lift? Yeah, all right. Uh, let's go. And she gets here on the way out. She asks you where you guys are staying. She gets the uh, address of the hotel uh, or the name of it, the, the Carter House Inns. Uh, and you guys pile into the back of the cruiser uh it's a a three-person space but uh the four of you are in there nobody gets to ride shotgun well someone is gonna ride shotgun september september is riding shotgun (laughs) you hear september say shotgun and she slides through the door and um settles down in the front seat and she looks over at the shotgun to her left that's you know locked in the middle of the police cruiser and she says I guess that's why they call it that. And she starts like grabbing it and like pretending to <laughs> to pick it up. I've got like my arm jammed between the window with all this in the back. I'm just like shaking my head. So Val turns on the siren. Don't worry. I got my shoddy ready. My eyes widen and I just kind of like turn to look at her. And I shake my head, and then I remember I have a twenty-two revolver on me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she... I'm starting to think Val's not very good at her job. <laughs> <laughs> she drives you guys back to the Carter House Inns, uh, and she says, I'm going to park here. I got a jet. Uh, and she hops out, and she just starts running towards the boardwalk. And you can see now there's other car uh, cruisers nearby. Uh, I'll turn to the fam and I'm like, so we follow her. Yeah, let's, uh, let's check it out. I'm pretty sure I know what we're going to end up finding. So you guys wait a beat and then run after, uh, Val and 
as you get closer to where the police are, uh, some officers stop you. Uh, you know, they kind of put up their hands and you see there's other, you know, civilians around this police ring. Uh, and they are loading a uh, covered body into uh, an ambulance. For the To the police officer that stopped us, uh, I'll just be like, no, sorry, you don't understand. We're with Officer Val, and I'll point at at, at uh, Officer Val. He looks taken aback. He says, "What, what do you mean you you're with her? Like uh, uh, forensics?" Yes, <laughs> I, I do. I I pause for there. I'm like, "Yep, that's <laughs> who we are, forensics team." And I point to the three of them. You don't look like forensics. Roll manipulate someone. Uh, when I'm about to manipulate someone, I can ask the keeper what will. Oh wait, well I guess I have to roll first. Never mind. You can ask like what you can. What you? I, I think that you still get to ask like what do I need to say to convince this guy? Okay, let me, let me do a roll. So that's a six plus one. It's gonna be a seven. So on a seven, uh, it's a mixed success. So he will do it. He'll let you through, but only if you do something for him now to 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 prove what you're saying is right uh some kind of thing you can give him that'll help sweeten the deal or help push him over the edge <laughs> do you still have the donuts on do we still have donuts amity had one in the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we all write down <laughs> to eat them in the car <laughs> I, I also would have talked to val about um the donut guy. Daniel Donuts. Uh, I love Daniel Donuts. He makes a, he makes a mean bear claw. You gotta <laughs> have his everything bagel, though. That's, that's really the best. I say under my breath, like, I'm sure you like them. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Salem, do you offer this guy donuts? Yes. Hey, officer. I bought these donuts earlier with my family. Brought some... I, I like interject. Brought some for... For the force, for the team. Uh, he takes it and says, oh, thanks. Um, all right. Um, I guess come on through. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Gutierrez is coming with the coffee. Don't you worry. And I, like, point <laughs> to, like, just behind me. <laughs> you see him, like, mouthing Gutierrez <laughs> as, <you're, laughs> as you guys walk uh, towards the ambulance. Uh, and you see there are, there are forensics people here. There are uh, a couple cops. It's not like a full-on uh, you know, crime scene like you see in Law & Order. It's probably like three or four cops. Um, and they're mostly, now that their work is done, they're kind of milling about. And you see Val talking to them. Uh, and as you get close, you hear their conversation. Uh, and a cop says to Val, it's Becky. The one who's not... The one that the went to Los Angeles? Becky Burnell. Oh, uh, no, it was humble. You hear Val say, like, oh my god. Have we told the family? So, we're going to head over now. And they're, they're kind of wrapping up what they're doing here. Um, is, is the body, can we see the body is in the, uh, the ambulance? Uh, it is in the ambulance, but if you kind of lean around, uh, I will let you roll Investigate a Mystery. Ooh, I'm good at that. 
Uh, that's going to be an 11 plus 2. Awesome. So I'll let you ask any of the following questions. What happened here? Uh, what can it do? And what is being concealed here? Well, I think a body's being concealed here. That's fair enough. Uh, I'll, I'll hold for now, I, th- I think. Can I, I mean, can I, yeah, yeah can, can I hold. just hold right now? Hold two. Oh, hold two? Sorry, you get two on a success. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, yeah. On a full success, and you rolled a I'm gonna, 12, right? Oh, nice. I'm going to hold. Uh, Actually, no, I guess I'm, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pop one right now. Can you just, you know, just for, just for shits and gigs, just let's like. You got a spare. You got a spare. Um, yeah. Um, what were, the, what were the, the options you gave me again? Because you didn't give me the full ones, right? Yeah. What happened here? Uh, what can it do? And what is being concealed here? I'll go with what can it do. So uh, as you are leaning around, one of the uh, you know EMTs uh, slips a little bit, and as he does, he accidentally grabs the sheet that's covering the body and pulls it, and you can see part of the body. You see the arms, you see the legs, and the body looks empty, almost like a husk. Uh, the way, you know, if you leave a fruit out too long in the sun where it dries up, it looks drained. I'll turn back to them and be like, holy shit, she looks like a human raisin. She was pruny from the water, or was it? Along the lines of like she's lost like all the liquid in her body, kind of thing. Uh, and like when you say that, I'll like I'll point and like I'll like I'll, I'll point at you. Like, yeah, that one, that one. Great. We're dealing with mermaid vampires. <laughs> <clears throat> Is that in a book somewhere? I don't. I'm just just spitballing. It's not. And as you guys are standing around uh, discussing what you just saw, Roan, uh, Officer Val sees you. Uh, he goes, hey, hey, you can't be here. Who let you in here? Uh, I, I'll point to some random officer. <laughs> I don't want to sell the guy out. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, as you say that, she is looking almost over your shoulder. And you turn and see... The officer who did let you in is like halfway through his back. <laughs> <laughs> and she like shakes her head and she says, go back to the inns. We'll, we'll call you if, you if we need you. Yes, ma'am. I think it's a good idea if we regroup anyways. I say to the, to the group. I'll nod. Uh, it is well and truly dark by now. Uh, I would say when you first got to uh, the wharf uh, and the marina, the sun had just started to set. So it's probably been two or three hours uh, since then. So it is you know, close to 8.39. Before we leave, while this is happening, would it be possible? I want to try to see if there's like an unattended cop car where there's a radio that I could take so we can hear the calls coming out. Would it be possible to try to find one while everyone's kind of distracted by this. They're all gathered. There are definitely uh, unattended cop cars. Uh, and 
you can creep off to to one if you'd like. Um, I would like to do that. What do you do? I sneak over to one, um, looking through, find one that has a radio inside, and I'm just going to make sure the coast is clear and take it. As you're rifling around inside the officer's car, you hear a voice say, Hey, what are you doing? And it's September, I... it's September in the driver's seat. And she's like looking over at you. I like look up so fast, like, like to see it's her. I'm just like, oh my God, you got to stop doing that to me. I'm like this. We're short on time here. And I'm like r- rifling through. Yeah, you could get in a lot of trouble for what you're doing. God, make trouble to stop trouble, right? I don't know. Act under pressure, Amity. Act under pressure. Okay. Not too bad of a start. Okay. That's a, that's an eight. That's an eight. Okay, so you can... I, I'll give you a hard choice to make. Uh, that is a mixed success, uh, and uh, on a mixed success, I can give you a hard choice or a price to pay. So I think the hard choice is going to be this. You can take a radio, uh, but if you do, you're going to leave something behind uh, by accident in your... Uh, rush Uh, maybe your wallet falls out maybe your phone falls out something gets left behind or you know you see someone walking towards you and you decide it's not worth it and you walk away sorry it's going to take me a second it feels like a hard choice um what did you just say (laughs) (laughs) um i i don't get the radio it's not worth it. Uh, as you're rifling around in the car, <clears throat> September says, "Hey, I am not messing around this time. Someone's coming." I, I I don't I don't have time for this. I've almost got it. And then I look up and see. Uh, yeah, and so there's a cop like kind of walking towards the car. So that's the hard choice. Is is now the officer's right there. I ju- like jump out of the car and just like keep moving, keep my momentum going to just head back along to the group and try to stay out of his sight. Yeah, he didn't he really he didn't really notice anything you're on the other side of the car. Uh you see him get in the car and realize the passenger side door is open. He's like pulls it shut. It's the same donut guy. Uh <laughs> he's he's still minding that. <laughs> None of them are particularly uh good cops, I would say. Uh they're friendly though. Small town cops. Yeah. And he uh, he starts his engine and and heads off towards the station. Amity, you regroup with the rest of your family. Damn. Okay. Uh, should we get going? Yeah. Let's let's, uh, let's walk back. I mean, it's it's right there, right? Like literally, like right away, like right down. Yeah, there. it's like yeah. a two minute walk. Um. All right, guys. I think we're out of our element. Let's just head back to the room, come up with some plans, and maybe hit up Gramps. Maybe he knows what we're dealing with. All right, so you guys are back in the hotel room, uh, I'll say, uh, and you guys, uh, it's been maybe 15 minutes. Uh, you guys order food up to the room. Uh, you guys didn't really have dinner. Well, uh, I kind of look at Enfield. I'm like, we think room service. Not room service. I told you guys it was going to take you to a nice dinner. And that's not room service. Uh, well... I always assumed night's dinner meant monetarily and and I'll like go look for like the the room service menu 
And I'm like, I'm, we're about to go ham, so I think you can, you can let the offer stand for now. For right now. And Roan, as you uh, start rattling off the steaks and the desserts and the fries uh, to the person downstairs, it has been about 30 minutes uh, since you placed the order for room service, Roan, and uh, it's all been delivered. Uh, it is pretty average hotel room food, and it was wildly expensive. Love it. I mean, um, I'm paying for it, so I promised a nice dinner for y'all, so it's on me. So you don't By have the way, to worry about expenses, Enfield. I say look kind of like cheekily at him. I'm basically calling him cheap. I appreciate the, wow. the gesture, Salem. I'm sure everyone else here does. This. Yeah, it does. It sound like it. Um, so we're obviously dealing with some kind of aquatic creature, um, that's feeding on humans, and who knows what else. I'm gonna reach out to Gramps and see if he, there's anything about this in his notes or in his archives. Um, I open up my laptop and. Head on over to Ghostbook Messenger. Uh, and you're writing to Gramps asking him what specifically? If he has any more information on like what this creature might be, and if he has any more information on like how we can deal with it. So it takes a few minutes, but eventually you see the typing uh, message come up. And you know, Gramps, you know how long it takes him to send anything. <clears throat> Uh, and after about 30 seconds, you see the word hi pop up. Uh, <laughs> eventually, eventually, he conveys to you that uh, the description you gave him of what you've found so far, uh, the suction cups, the swimming, the uh, sucking out, you know, the insides of the creature. Uh doesn't ring like any creature he has in his files. Uh, though there are legends of similar creatures, some differences, uh, from around the world, uh, including the description of a creature from East Asia called a kappa. Is it pledging? We're dealing with a kappa. Boo, boo. This is wild, by the way. Yeah. Oh. This is wild, by the way. <laughs> I was I was about to say, describe it to us, Enfield. <laughs> no. I don't think Enfield would know what a kappa is. Is a kappa, is that a like actual animal? Or it is, that, a, is, it like is an actual mythical creature. Uh, and I, Gramps is clear, though, that this does not sound exactly like a kappa. It sounds like there are some similarities, but some differences as well. The light, for example, that you've described to him does not sound like anything in his records uh, that a kappa is noted to have. Got it. I type back to him, any idea on how to deal with kappas, even though this might not be one particularly? Uh, another uh, couple of minutes pass by, uh, and he eventually types, <laughs> no clue. You'll have to figure it out. <laughs> cool what a guy 
I sent him a thanks with a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> thanks. He writes back THX. Oh, wow. He's hip. He's hip <laughs> yes, to the language. Yeah. Come on. It's Gramps, dude. He's so hip. As I'm eating my <laughs> plate of just like a big old plate of fries, uh, I'm on my phone looking up where the coroner's office is. So the coroner's office is uh, near the police station. It's the same block of buildings. And it's not too far. It's probably a five, ten minute uh, car ride. Okay, cool. Just for later. Um, I'd hate to say this, but this might be a job for Salem to take the lead on. Isn't this what you did on your show all the time? Track down weird creatures? I mean, I necessarily didn't do... I had a team help tracking. You guys remember Gomer... Philip, <laughs> Terrence, and my friend Mo. Uh, I'll like jump off the bed and I'll be like, all right, well, meet Gomer. And I'll point and I'll be like, Terrence and Philip, there you go. Uh, and Amity, you hear September say, and well, who does that make me? All right, boss lady, what do you need? I'll like throw down the, the plate of, chi- of uh, French fries. Seriously, you got your crew. Like, what do we got to do? We got to survey the area, see if there's what, what clues we got to or left there i look at enfield I'm like is that is that does that sound good is that what we do <laughs> yeah i mean clues and stuff is definitely something that would help but we need to figure out exactly where to like find these clues and stuff um i'll tell you what enfield yeah Abby? the call we got in who was it from one of the calls that told us about the disappearance call there were two calls right so Gramps, Gramps told you guys when you got the assignment that uh, there were two calls that came in. Yes, yes, yes. To the Rook Agency. Uh, you know, two people who were hiring the Rook Agency, basically. One just tipped y'all off, uh, and that call came in first. And it was eight hours before the body of the first, you know, victim uh, was... Um, reported found <clears throat> the second call came from the coroner got it yeah you're right Emily. um my apologies i still a little disoriented from all i've got like water in my ear um <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's some deep lodging mop <laughs> um you're absolutely right we should uh check our contact the coroner um, does anybody know where his office is? Or we got phones, Enfield. I, I toss my phone to him. Yes, and Roan here has already looked it up, and I'm like shoveling fries in. I'm thinking two steps ahead. I'm shoveling <laughs> more fries. Are you eating like a '70s person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did the coroner mention the body looking like like that girl's? shriveled up like that i i don't think so i think uh something must be going on with the body for him to have called us but i don't think he left any details it'd probably be best if we just went down to his office and took took a look at it ourselves good idea yeah i i i can't eat tonight i i made some coffee then i'm just drinking amity's just drinking his coffee and amity september is at the Hmm. window uh and she says out loud, although obviously only you can hear it, is 
looks like the cops have cleared out. Uh, now's not a bad time to go poke around. Uh, if they're going to the coroner's office, no reason me and you can't have a look around. He wants you to split the party. Wait. Sorry. Out of not Amity asking. Wait, is she saying like investigate the boardwalk or like looking yeah, around the corner? That's what office? she's saying. She's saying, look, the cops aren't here right now. Um, if some people are going to the coroner's office, why don't you poke around the boardwalk? You know what? You guys go to the coroner's office. I'm going to catch up. I just want to take a look around, see if I can find anything else. I'm not going to get near the water. I mean, are you sure you want to go alone? Yeah, yeah. any one of us could go with you. It, it feels like this is ha- this stuff is like ramping up. First, well, I I don't want you to be f- unprotected. I hand him my shotgun. <laughs> take this. I'm good. I don't want to. There's too many cops around tonight. You better take it. No, I, I I'm forcing it on you. You better take this. <laughs> Is the safety even on? Fine, I'll keep the gun. Can you give me like a protection spell? That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Just infinite force field. No, take the gun. Uh, September says to you, Amity, take the gun. Maybe I can use it. <laughs> oh, don't give September a gun. <laughs> Amity is like wiping his face <laughs> after the car incident. No, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to keep it low key. Just poke around. I'll be. I'll be in and out, and I'll catch up with you guys. I mean, shotguns are the most low key weapons. <laughs> yeah speaking of low-key maybe don't bring that shotgun to the coroner's office where all the cops are that shotgun's probably what scared away the chupacabras oh don't get me started on those i'll catch up with you guys they're they're cleared out i'm just gonna i'll meet you there all right and i um grab my stuff and a flashlight do we have a flashlight in the room for me to grab from the gear I've got a flashlight pack. Don't worry about that. I think in the last arc, you all had flashlights. So I think you can have one. You can all have one. I step out the door and um, I say, see you guys at the coroner's office. Race out. Stay safe. So the three of you load up into the van. Roan, you drive... Uh, them towards the coroner's office and it's late uh and you get to the complex of buildings they're you know small one-story buildings in a parking lot area that it's not like a particularly imposing complex and there's a place where uh you see some cruisers parked outside uh and then you see a small building that says coroner uh on it uh kind of off to the side and you see um most of the lights off in the building, although the uh, lights in one room in particular inside are on, uh, and then the lights in the lobby are on. Um, I mean, I guess we'll we'll start. I'll start heading up to to the lobby. The door's locked. Bang, 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 bang. I'll, I'll like bang on the. I'm guessing it's like a glass doors yeah, or a, whatever door. It's like door. a glass tinted glass doors. Uh, but you can see inside, especially with the lights on. Uh, and as you knock, eventually uh, an older woman uh, comes around and she eyes you guys. And you can see she's got her hair in a thick braid. Uh, her hair is mostly black, 
uh, although there are streaks of gray in it. Uh, she's wearing a white coat, and it says corner on the coat. I turn to yeah, I turn to the other two. Yeah, I think there's a corner. We've got got uh, dark hair with streaks of white in her hair too. I mean, her she her hair is graying. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, a little messed up. Um, um, hi, Miss. Um, I'm Enfield Rook. I'm with the Rook Agency. Uh, oh, good evening, uh, Doctor Butt. She like extends her hand. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> Great, uh, great to meet you too. Um, we're we're following up on your call from earlier, uh, from a couple of days ago about the body that was found. Yeah, you know, I called. I wasn't quite sure who to call. I, you know, probably shouldn't have even called. It could risk my job. But something about this merited uh, a different kind of speciality. I think. Come inside. Uh, let's not linger out here. And she kind of gestures for you to follow her. The lobby is, is uh, you know, clean and neat. Uh, there's no one else here, it looks like, uh, at the moment. And she kind of leads you uh, to the back uh, and eventually to a cold room, uh, very sterile. It smells like, uh, you know, formaldehyde uh, and other preservatives. And uh, it is it is a strong smell. Uh, and laying out on the table is uh presumably a body although it is covered in a white sheet uh and she kind of closes the door uh behind her and turns to face you all and says how do i know you are who you say you are um some kind of id would be nice have you seen my tv show no it's okay i don't blame you (laughs) Uh, I didn't contact a TV show. I contacted uh, a paranormal investigative agency. Is this the right people? Yes, yes. I, w- I used to be on a TV show. And so I thought you might have known me through the TV show. Oh, I see. Um, I, I'll catch it sometime, I suppose. Um, it's on 11 o'clock Eastern on... Uh... Some ID would be nice. Don't worry. Uh, I hand her. I assume I'd have a card, um, to her and be like, and just for the record, none of this is being recorded for any kind of TV show. Uh, why would you even say that? Now I'm worried it is. Because she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Enfield, that's suspicious. That's like, I'm not wearing a wire, but don't worry, we're not serial killers. <laughs> no, but uh, she takes the card from you and, and looks at it and hands it back. Um, like I said, I'm risking my job even showing you this, but um, well. I trust discretion is uh, a word you all use in your line of work. Absolutely. I mean, even now, we made sure that we came to visit you while there's no one else around. Yes, I appreciate that. Well, okay. Come here. Take a look. And she draws back the sheet. And we cut to you, Amity. Uh, 
as you are <laughs> walking along the boardwalk uh, with um, September uh, in tow. It is <clears throat> dark, but the boardwalk is a well-lit place. Um, there's uh, kind of gas lamps. There are uh, shops. There are people walking around. Uh, now that the cops have gone away, there uh, is kind of a liveliness that's returning to uh, the boardwalk. Uh, it's cold and it's off season, so there aren't too many people, but there are people around. What are you doing? I say to September, or maybe just just out loud because I can't help her hearing. It's crazy. Find a dead body and people just go back to normal. Nothing happened. Yeah, most people they ignore the dead. Once we're gone, they move on. And she's like waving her hand in front of someone's face. See? They don't even see me. Must be nice. She like rolls. She rolls her eyes at you. All right, Am. Let's uh, let's poke around. What can we find? Um, I wanna. I wanna go where they found the body. Did I ever see that? You saw where, where the, they pulled it up. Yeah, where the cars were. Um, but you didn't see exactly where they found it. Were there any cars or are there any... I want to check to see if there's like... It's mostly docks, right? Or is there a beach? It, there's no beach. It, it's it's uh, like a wharf. So okay. the public you know, walks along the boardwalk and then there's immediately water. Uh, and then on the other side, there's a series of shops. I want to go around the water, see if I can find anything that looks out of place or interesting. If anything catches my eye. Yeah, so you walk uh, around and you're kind of walking by a series of shops and you're standing now uh, on uh, in, in the middle of the space <clears throat> and on the ground is a massive compass. Uh, this is the Eureka compass. It's uh, part of the public space and, you know, there's people walking around there uh, and it gives you a chance to really take in the whole area. So can I have you roll Investigate a Mystery? Yes, I will. Investigate a mystery. That's a I have a plus zero, so that's a six. Okay, so that is a failure. So as you are looking around, uh you you know, you're kind of trying to take in what's happening. You are just seeing tourists, uh, and nothing's really catching your eye as a potential clue. I think you're in a public space, so there's no real harm that befalls you as you look around, uh, but you waste some time, uh, you know, trying to walk from place to place to, you know, get a different angle. Uh, and I think you burn probably 30 minutes uh, to an hour uh, just pacing the area, trying to see something that you're missing. Uh, and in that time, the uh, number of people clears out a little bit. More people going home, probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's getting late and it's getting chilly. Uh, September standing there, uh, tapping her feet. It's getting cold, Am. At least I think. I mean, I can't really tell. But uh, that's the impression I'm getting from all this mist. I mean, are you going to help me look around or mist? I look around. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like it's getting foggy as as uh, it gets darker. Uh, it's kind of rolling in a little bit. The marine layer. Marine layer. We we can't just give up. I mean, there's got to be something, something left behind. Or I look around. Is there anybody? I want to try to see if there's anyone that looks like maybe they saw something. Someone that looks a little freaked out, or someone. Maybe if there's someone that just like you know was kind of maybe hang, hanging out just panhandling or like just around that might have seen something. You see a woman uh, who looks uh, like she's she's recently been crying, uh, and she is taking down a flyer from one of the posts. I go up to her. Oh. Oh, you startled me. I, I'm sorry. Sorry. I I don't mean to be rude. I, I just couldn't help but uh, notice you were um, taking down that poster. Is everything all right? What's the point? They found her. Just not the way I wanted. And you see the flyer she's holding is, is similar to the missing poster flyer from the donut shop. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so sorry. I I heard that she was missing. I'm I'm so sorry. That's that's no way to find out how how did you know her? Well, uh she uh she worked in the shop next to mine. Um and she'd come in for uh for ice cream and, and to chat um on her breaks. Uh, I run this ice cream shop and she points and there's a, a sign that says uh, chasing the dream ice cream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that reminds me of Babu's uh, place in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she points to it and said, and, and Becky worked uh, right over here and she points to uh, a shop that is very uh, poorly titled Eureka Boardwalk. And you can see it's closed, but inside there's like beach stuff and uh, tourist kitschy stuff and the like. She worked at uh, the boardwalk store? Yeah. Um, how, how long did she, how long did you know her? And not, not long, to be honest. Um, she had started there at this winter i i guess she didn't have classes over, over the break uh and she would come in and, and talk to me about you know her her crazy ideas and i don't know her her crazy projects and the like and we'd just talk over ice cream uh she's a really nice girl what what kind of projects oh she was one of those uh paranormal obsessors you know, always positive she was going to track down proof of ghosts, uh, proof of crazy animals in the wild that had never been discovered before. I, I think she had a YouTube channel or something like that. Was she a fan? <laughs> <laughs> a kindred spirit. That, that's so interesting. Did she, what, did she talk about any of them in particular? She is like looking at you now, uh, asking a lot of questions about, you know, her conversations with Becky. 
Uh, I don't know. Can you roll manipulate someone? Yes, I can. Um, this is the one thing I'm good at, so I better do well. Well, I don't. The look of that is not great. Oh, wait. That's an eight. Okay, that is a mixed success. So she will tell you what you are asking, but you've got to... You've got to say something or do something that'll help give her the push to convince her. I did I get oh my gosh, did I get this person's name? No. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. I I'm so sorry I never asked your name. I'm Amity. Oh, M- Melody. Great to meet you. Melody. It's good to meet you. Listen. I'm I'm not a reporter or anything. I'm just. Why would you say that? Now I think you're a reporter. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess. No. (laughs) That's the second time he's like, oh, we're not filming this. (laughs) Listen, there are no (laughs) hidden cameras. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, I just. You know, I, I know she was into some of that stuff and I'm I'm just looking for something to just I don't know maybe to explain like if maybe she like went off somewhere or something and I I don't know if that could offer any clues I I just wanted to I don't know you you know how it is No, I thought the same thing. I thought that telling the, the cops, you know, what she'd been into would, would help. And I, I told them that, uh, you know, recently she'd been talking about investigating some coves uh, north of Eureka. Uh, but the cops said, uh, thanks for the information. And I guess that was it. Um, maybe they were right. I mean, she was found here. Anyway, I I better get going. Um, it's getting late. Yeah, it's getting cold too. Better call it a night. Listen, Melody, it was. I'm glad I ran into you. You too. And she walks off. Uh, Amity and September calls you. Hey, uh, Am. What is it? And you turn around and you see September staring off uh, into the dark towards the water. September? She's just peering. What do you see? I step forward. You see hovering out above the water in the dark a haunting white light. Hey y'all, this is Rahul. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we wanted to thank you for tuning in to Roll Reroll. 
Rollery Roll is recorded remotely. We're staying safe, and we hope you are too. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and if you like the podcast, we'd appreciate it if you commented or you rated and reviewed us. You can follow us on social media. We're on both Instagram and Twitter at Roll Reroll. Roll Reroll theme music by our good friend Ilnej. You can follow him on Twitter at IlnejYT. Episode beats by Miklo. You can find him on SoundCloud. And Rook Agency theme music by Fezlian Studios. And if you like listening to the podcast and you want to help keep us going, consider buying us a coffee on coffee.com slash roll reroll. That's ko hyphen fi.com slash roll reroll. We'll catch you guys next time.